Hey guys, I'm back. Look, this is my review for Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I think this is the third episode. Now, I didn't do the second episode. I might go back and take a look at it. But when I saw it, the focus was based on Drew and Ralph and him gaslighting her. I was just so over it. I really didn't have an interest in watching it. I, I just don't care for that couple on the show. I don't know who, how they are outside of the show. But on this show, it's, it just feels contrived. And I'll be very honest. I, I enjoyed the very first episode. I was glad to see um, it had a new vibe, new look to me. But now that it's going on, it's the same recycled drama and it's starting to wear and tear on my nerves. But we're going to try to make it through it. We're going to try to make it through it. So we got the big thing is Brooklyn's third birthday. This is what Kenya is planning. And, um, you know, she has informed us that she has full custody. Well, she said she has full custody, but um, her the Mark can come by and see Brooklyn in Atlanta. Um, he doesn't have, he's, he's, he has visitation, so he's able to come by and see, and see Brooklyn. Okay, great. Um, so that's that going on. Um, we got, <laughs> All this tit for tat, we're going back and forth with who's saying what about what. So we got, let's see, Sheree's working out with Mar. Well, Marlo wasn't really working out. Marlo said when she walked in the in the in the door, she was like, "Girl, I'm not really here to work out." And it happens to be with her old trainer, and he knows Marlo. He was like, "Yeah, Marco, Mar Marlo's not going to do a whole lot of working out. <laughs> she do a little something, and then she done with it." So they sit down, they chit chat, and. You know, um, Sheree is talking about what was said, you know, um, what was said at the, uh, I guess, at Marlo's archive and all of that. And I think Sheree also happened to mention, oh, no, Marlo mentions how it's going, you know, she's hearing, she heard from Candy and Drew that, you know, well, you know, she done heard that, you know, it's it, the, the, some assistant, Drew's assistant is, no, wait a minute. How did it go? Let me get the, let me get this shady mess, old mess. This Sheree can't pay is old mess. Sheree not paying her bills has been going. This storyline has been going on since what? Season one? <laughs> and we on what? Season 14? Um, I don't forget who started. But anyway, Marlo's telling Sheree that Drew's assistant is running around talking about Sheree not paying her bills. And Drew's talking about it as well. And Drew's going around talking about Sheree not paying her bills. And Candy's talking about Sheree not paying her bills. Now, at this point, like I said, it's I don't even understand why this assistant is all in the mix of what's going on. Like, last what was it? well the first episode you know he was doing the dramatics for candy now he's sitting around here talking about like he had a meet up with drew they were going shop well drew was going shopping to get um uh kenya brooklyn's daughter a birthday gift and he's sitting there and you know talking about i used to work with well i was supposed to be dre uh, uh sheree's assistant but she never wanted to pay me. So I never got paid. So Drew was like, so you didn't work for Sheree? But I was supposed to be hired on, but she never wanted to pay me. So I never did anything for her. So I never got paid. So you got hired. You didn't do anything. Why would you think you're going to get paid? Again, the storyline that Sheree got going, the main one is she's not paying. 
I was like, girl, okay, Sheree. So we are recycling this old storyline of you not either refusing to pay or not being able to pay. I don't know what it is, but it's it's old, it's tired, it's 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 delayed, it's a, it's a wrap. So while they were in the store, Sonya she calls and she's all distraught she's crying and she's telling drew that she was in a car accident a truck sideswiped her and dragged her car or her truck you know down the road or whatever so she needs a ride and i'm wondering like why would she need a ride since i didn't see last week's episode apparently her husband was in texas working on his luxury limo service or something um so she goes meets up with saran or sanai what's her name sanai she goes, meets up with Sanai, and, you know, Sanai's all shaken up, but, uh, you know, Sanai's like, look, I need a ride to get back home. I also need a ride to go pick up my kid or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, Drew's like, I'll be, you know, I'll help you out. Don't worry about it. I got you. It's all good. Um, let me get to Candy. So Candy is talking to... I guess he is, um, I don't know if he's a manager or an assistant. I don't know this man's title, but he is responsible for booking or he's, I don't know, he's responsible for booking Candy on different projects. So I want to say he's her agent, but I, or, or I don't know, but she's got she's she's getting booked on another project and it's going to involve um her being in a love scene with another woman and i don't know the name of the project they didn't say at least i didn't hear like i said i was multitasking while trying to watch this show and uh we already know that she's done that i think she did that on the shy so she's in another project that might call for the same thing or she's being asked to be a part of this project. She hasn't decided yet. And so Todd comes into the office and he's like listening and she's telling him about that. And the guy is still on because they're on a Zoom call. And Todd was like, you know what? I don't mind her doing that. I'm supportive of her, but I feel like we're not really doing what we need to do for each other. You know, when we first got married, or when we first got together, I should say, it was just the two of us. Now, you know, we're getting pulled in so many different directions. I don't see where there's time for us to be together. You know, you're doing more and more projects and I'm doing more things. And then Candy got on this whole thing. She's like, you know what? I try to include you in on everything that I'm doing. However, some of the things that you work on, you want to dictate to me what I can and cannot do and this and that. And he was like, well look, you already stretched thin. You don't have enough time. You just got through telling what, I don't know the guy's name, that you're not getting enough sleep. They're going to have to let some things go. I think we back on this whole storyline with these two in terms of taking on too much and not being very cognizant of the time to do all these different projects. Candy is is, is interested in becoming an EGOT, which means a person who has won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. She's on that path. That's what she wants to do. She already got the Grammy, so she, she ain't worried about Grammys. But she wants to get her acting thing on, do her thing on uh, Broadway. We know she has a Broadway play. 
she had one last year that did well. And I think she's working on a new one this year. Now that wouldn't come up on this season because this is something that she just announced a few weeks ago. She has another play on Broadway that they're working on. So I'm gonna have to get up to New York and see these plays because apparently, you know, Candy done went from doing the local stuff in Atlanta. She's doing stuff on Broadway. She is stretching her wings. With this comes a lot more time away from the kids, away from the husband. They've already discussed that they're not having relations as often as they would like. So again, something has to be taken off the table. You know, uh, uh, you know, every time a project comes up doesn't mean you say yes. That's the way I look at it. Okay, so let's see. We briefly saw Drew and Ralph at the beginning. And, you know, I don't know what this argument was about. Ralph talking about some, like I said, I didn't see last week. So apparently he ca called himself doing a romantic dinner, treating him like a queen. And her expressing her feelings during the dinner, he felt like, she was unappreciative. And again, he put all the onus on her and she's crying. Girl, okay. Um, so let's move right along. So then we get, um, I think, who was Marlo talking to? Was Marlo talking to Sheree? It might've been Sheree that she was speaking with in regards to how, you know, Marlo is still in her feelings about how the ladies are, how they treated her and, shaded her at her event, you know, the law, law archive event. And here's the thing, Marlo. It wasn't very clear to them um, how this event runs. They didn't understand what law archive was, how does it work, what you need to do. There were a lot of questions with all the ladies. And was some of them being shady? Yeah. Kenya shaded the fact that you spelled the archive incorrectly, but there was, it was ambiguity. And you're going around saying, well, if they had been to Paris, they would know this, they would know that. Well, just because you go to Paris, I mean, that you go to Fashion Week and you go to these different um, venues to, I mean, it's just it's just not necessarily a well-known fact that if you go to Paris, you're going to automatically know how the Parisians go shopping because everybody don't shop like that. So it should have been more clearly understood how this whole thing work with working in the entertainment industry and all of that. Candy works in the entertainment industry. She knows what it what what it's like to work with stylists. She work she's doing stuff, doing plays and doing shows. She understands how the industry works. So to act as though Kenya knows. So this concept, while it's a good idea, it just wasn't clear. That's all. So but okay, she's still in her feelings. Um, we get to the venue. Oh, we, we do see a scene with Sanai and, um, her husband. He's back in town. They talked about the business that he's running. He talked about how things got slowed down and he's let some people go and he's rebuilding his business. Um, and so, it, you know, they discussed that and everything. So that was really cute to see. They're a cute couple. So now we get to Drew's birthday party. The venue is pretty. She, you know, the party planner has done a really good job. It's a tea, it's a tea party. It, it's cute. Kenya gets there early and because she wants to be able to greet her guest, but they're late. Like she was like, oh, it's kind of rude to be more than 10 minutes late. Uh, well, it's a kid's party. I get it. Folks start arriving. And um, 
we get everyone in their situated, sit down. Drew comes in with the same dress that Kenya wore at the party last year, except this white. Kenya's was pink. And I was like, Drew, the reeds write themselves. <laughs> the reeds write themselves. When they get when they come to Drew, she opens herself up so easily to get read. It's just so Kenya even noticed, she was like, girl, uh, you know, I did I have the exact same dress. And Drew's like, yeah. And Kenya was like, is she is she stalking my IG page to see what I'm wearing? It <laughs> I don't know why Drew, it, it was cute on her, but still, Kenya already did it. Leave it alone. Be original. Cupid, uh, Drew brings her little girl and she ain't here for it. She is not here for any of this. She is over it. Over it. You hear me? So we get everybody situated. And they haven't, they're sitting down and they, you know, Kenya comes up with these questions that the ladies have to answer and about Brooklyn. That makes sense. It was cute. You know, when would, when did Brooklyn start walking? What was her first word? This and that, what's her middle name? All that was really cute stuff that you would expect. The next part of the games that she was playing with these groups of ladies. Oh, Monetta, I think her name, Monetta Shaw. She used to be married to Neo. She, she was there. Now, she was very underdressed. Now, girl, you going to a tea party. She had on jeans and a shirt. I said, girl, what? Did you think y'all was going to be out in the park? And, I mean, I don't know. It, a barbecue or something? I didn't. I'm like, girl, okay. But anyway, uh, they start with these very shady questions. I didn't even understand the purpose of that. Well, I guess for entertainment value, we had to get to arguing about something. And Candy pulled a uh, a card and someone had asked or was mentioned something about Candy doing something in the locker room, the men's locker room, which was all the way out of order. I think Marlon was the one who wrote it, but no one wanted to own up to it. And Candy was insulted, as she should have been. Like, why would you even do this? This is a child's party and we're sitting up here asking or someone asked a question that was really out of order. Okay, it was real out of order. And I I just um I just didn't understand. I, I just um I didn't get that one. That was kind of strange. It was weird to me. I didn't get it. So then we get on to well, let's just get into it. So Sheree is on the hot seat about not paying her bills, and Sheree and Drew get into it. And uh, Sheree is upset with Candy because she figured, because she knows Candy. Why is Drew all in the mix? Come to find out the assistant has been running around talking about Sheree. Then we hear from someone else. Was it Magneta? I don't know who it was. Mentioning some stuff about some gossip about Ralph, which is Drew's husband. Oh, boy. It became, a, it became a mess. Next week, they go to New York. I'm cutting this short because I'm just so over this contrived mess. We're going to see what happens in New York. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.